it takes time. It's, it's a skill. You, you, you learn to do it. So I think for those who maybe are completely new to it, start from the beginning. Just ask yourself how you're doing. No music around you, no people, no nothing. Just ask yourself, how are you doing today? And you'll start to get into a conversation. You don't say, oh, yeah, I'm cool. It's like, no, actually, you know what, I'm cool. I'm a bit worried about this. I'm also a bit worried about that. But actually, I don't need to worry about this. And you start to get into a bit of a rhythm of actually a conversation. Please leave your message. Yo, Alex, what? Um, what? Is it time to talk yet? Alex, is it time to talk yet? Yo, Alex, is it time to talk yet? <laughs> Let's get on with the show, guys. Craig, welcome to Time to Talk. Thank you for being here, man. Thank you for being here. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And I'm doing amazing right now. Feeling yeah. amazing. Good, 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 yeah. good. This is all this is all nice. All nice. So uh before we get into who you are and what you do and the kind of stuff we're gonna to talk to you about today, I start off with a mental health check-in at the beginning of the show where I ask one question and then we can kind of see where you're at, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. let's see three things that you are grateful for this week slash today I'm grateful for my parents for always checking in on me right. I'm grateful for my friends and family who are always again checking on me as well usually I'll be there for them but they've been doing a lot more for me and I'm also um, grateful for being alive and healthy as well okay okay okay, okay. that's always an interesting one because so many people they it's one where people don't always remember to kind of say the gratitudes. They kind of expect them to be there and they continue and they just continue through life. But it's nice to to hear sometimes that, you know, people are put in there talking about their family and stuff and you're pretty close to your parents, right? Yeah, very close to them. Very yeah, close. That's amazing. Well, today, guys, I have Craig here with me, as you probably would know him more so on Instagram as Mr. Positive CR. Uh, welcome to the show, Craig. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you, thank you. Um, I wanted to jump into the show with just asking you about where did you get the idea of the Mr. Positive? Where did that come from? Um, and why have you been running with that so far? Um, I guess I always had a positive perspective on life. Um, certain situations, I always try to find a silver lining, always find the way out of it. Or even if things didn't work out, then I'd be like, well, at least I have more time to do something else now instead. Mm. So I guess it was because of my perspective. And then that kind of just leaked into my adulthood where it was actually like, well, what, what would someone call this? And I guess someone will call this Mr. Positive in a mm. sense. Mm. Um, mm. So then I, I kind of branded myself that way. Not because I'm always positive, I'm human as well, but more so because I choose to be positive. 
and, and I always believe that the way we feel is a lot of it is to do with a choice. Mm. Um, I could always choose a perspective of the opposite side. I could be negative and I could say, this isn't working out and this is going terribly. But um, I try my best as possible to always choose to be positive rather than feed into negativity. So that's okay, why I chose okay. the name. Okay. So where did you, have, have you always been positive? Has that always um, been something that's kind of like rung through your, your, your character? Yeah, actually, since I was a kid, I would actually say that I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay down very long. I'll probably stay down for like an hour, maybe a day, and then I'll reset the next day. So it's a completely new day. So actually, it's kind of weird that the way I saw things, it kind of just always leaked into um, mm. my teenage life, then adulthood. And then when you got put into the real world, which is the big bad world, and people are like, oh, it's going to be really scary and unsure. I was like, actually, you're still in control. Mm. You still have your control of your own mind. You still have control over the stuff that you go through yeah the challenges are different the mm. externals are different but actually the whole point is that at the end of the day it's still a choice um mm. so you still choose and that's and that's why that's how i kind of i kind of had it so i guess i'm blessed and i'll i guess i'll thank god to say that i've, I've had this kind of mindset and perspective and obviously a strong upbringing to kind of always mm. not dwell on the things that are tough but we always try to go back to gratitude as you said yeah, yeah. um well. let's get into your, bit of your background then um I always find it interesting to talk about backgrounds because we are, you know, we are a sum of a lot of different things, a lot of different experiences that we go through. And um, yeah, you've had quite an interesting one. What is your background? Because for someone that's so positive, like, where did you, what is it that you, that you picked up growing up and who were your like, biggest key influences? So I'm actually an only child um, and I have uh, both my parents uh, with me and also they're still married after it's been 30 years this year, actually. Mm-hmm. So that's, wow, a, that's a long time. That's a, yeah, that's a long <laughs> it's, time. A, it's a very long time. Yeah. Um, they've actually been married as long as I've been alive, given okay. away my age, but yeah, 30 <laughs> years old. Okay. Um, so all I've known is actually a strong uh, a unit. Uh, they've never had a break. They've never had a you know, divorce. No, I haven't seen anything where it seems like, oh, the marriage is on the rocks. I've actually yeah. just always had a very strong unit. Um, and they've also been, they've, fe- they've fed into me so much as well. They've always been in my corner, mm. always um, tried to pick me up. They've always supported me. Even today, I got my mum buying me stuff from Amazon, foods, my just God, to make sure wow. my, my freezers so full up. I'm a grown man <laughs> I'm a grown man but you know they've always fed into me and I think that overflow of um, being filled up with uh, positivity and positive energy and um, just care and love has almost spilled uh, spilled over and out of me I guess when you feel it's very easy for you to pour into others and that's what I've been able to do and there was just a point where I just well you know what I always give people a lot of one-on-one advice and um, from that I started to think, well, how can I package this and give this more to other people? Because I just have all this extra energy. I wake yeah. up, I used to be excited about Monday mornings, excited about work. And I was excited about, and I didn't know what was going to happen at work, but I just knew that it's a good day. It's a new day. It's sunny. It's not sunny. Um, it's just a good day to be alive. And then mm-hmm. I guess that has just carried on and allowed me to uh, put that into others as well. Yeah. I think that this, is, this is important because of the kind of times we're in right now. Um, everybody is under a lockdown um you know we are kind of everyone is there's a lot of uncertainty around people's jobs people's relationships people's friendships so there's a lot of money so much is and people are uncertain about a lot like what are kind of the things that you would suggest for like remaining positive in these times because for some people i would imagine it's quite difficult to wake up in the morning and say i'm gonna continue 
doing this and we'll continue pushing it and I always have empathy because I'm like where I can be driven and drive myself to kind of like say I'm going to get up and do this it's because of the surroundings that my parents have given me and because of what my family provided for me and it's because of that that situation that I'm in but there are people that aren't in these situations so how do they access positivity in that way um, my best advice around that is again let's let's start with gratitude mm. um, I guess if if people are uh, if they have a phone or mobile bill if they have internet food shelter uh, uh, if they have a kid they have a family even with them or around them even if it's not like in the same kind of built up way that we have it to stay grateful for that not because other people don't have it but because these are the small things that these are things that you, that keep you going um, and I think the, the thing is we find it very easy to attach to things that we don't have or we can't access or we can't touch right now or we can't do. But your life wasn't taken away from you. You still have your life, your health, your, your mind. You're still able to make someone smile. You're still able to watch some Netflix, mm. family. So my main thing actually is gratitude. And I'm just like everybody else. I'm not, uh, positivity isn't everything. And when I first heard that before, I was like, what do you mean it's not everything? It's actually, no, yeah. it's not. You can't live your life as a high all the time life is always going to have some lows as well so actually what you're trying to seek is a peace and peace sounds like oh that's well isn't peace positivity is that no actually peace is acceptance peace is accepting that both good and bad is going to happen but regardless of which one happens i'm still okay and that's and that's something we've seemed to forget that you know when something doesn't go your way you know when you lost your job you know when we um we we, we got kept indoors you know when uh I don't know, an argument happens. All of those things are very temporary and it already happens. However, it doesn't take away the fact that actually maybe you still have shelter, you still have money, you still have food, yeah. you still have your family. And I think, as you said at the beginning of the podcast, people lose the, the, the gratefulness and the gratitude. They don't kick off the day with that. Mm -hmm. They're thinking, okay, today I want to kick off and I'm ready to end the lockdown. I'm ready to go outside and do something. And then that, but that's, and that's how they want to kick off the day. But now you're setting an expectation, which may not be reached. And then you set yourself up for failure. Mm. But if you set yourself grounded for what you already have right, right now, you won't even have to, you won't be faltered. Yes. You, you may, you, you can aspire for a great mm. day, but you won't have to get kicked back and think that was all your day was going to be about yeah. was going outside. Yeah. It's actually going to be that, well, I'm still healthy. I'm breathing. I'm, I'm good. It's good, true. You know? It's true. The thing about acceptance is that it's very difficult for people to kind of marry that in minds. Do you know what I mean? Like in the, in our head, yeah. because when we think about acceptance, we do think about surrender and people that give into things. Um, people don't necessarily enjoy that as a, as an action. They don't like giving in, you know what I mean? Um, and I think there is a power in surrendering. There is a power in actually surrendering to the situation. If you've, you know, I've been in situations where I have you know, been out of a job and I've said, okay, I was fighting against the fact that I was out of this job. I was fighting against the fact that in my mind that, that had happened and I was pushing, pushing, pushing against it until I came to accept that I was out of that job and kind of feel like, right, so, all right, I, I need to work through the negative emotions, the negative feelings, the, the, not necessarily negative, the difficult feelings and kind of push through that in order for me to look at my acceptance and say, okay, what do I do now? That was the kind of the turnaround into understanding how to then proceed to the next bit, you know? And I think a lot of the time, prior to me even thinking about acceptance, I was always ready to jump to the next thing and kind of, kind of overlook 
the emotional hurdles that I would have to go through in order to do it, which would then, as you say, set you up for failure because you're expecting to just be like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to just go over there and I'm not going to like consider all that mess. And you know what happens when you kind of circumvent the mess, right? You don't, it will come back to you. It'll come back to you. Yeah. And, um, and I just find that really interesting about acceptance. So where did you, when you had to, what was the kind of the one thing that you had to accept and, um, and what was the process for you in that? Um, funny enough, actually, especially mm. with this lockdown, I've, I lost my, my job. I've lost my ah. contract actually. And in addition to that, two years ago, I lost my job. And that was two years ago. It was probably tougher because my parents were about to leave the country forever. Um, I ended my relationship and I also lost my job at the same time, which means I have a mortgage, I have things to pay, I have bills to pay. I was in the head of a department and in a permanent role. The ones where they say that you can never lose your job, mm. but actually redundancy, nobody can, nothing's secure, you nothing's know? Safe, no. And I sat with it. I sat with the emotion. I sat with the feeling. I said, okay, now that I'm here in this uncomfortable situation, what do I know about life? What I know about life is actually the most uncomfortable situations is probably where the, the most growth happens. So I said, instead of me um, being uh, uh, resisting what's going on and being a bit uh, bitter about it, mm. I was very accepting. Um, funny enough, my, when I first heard the news, I was shocked. I was even in, in a case of laughter. I was even laughing to my friends. <laughs> Guess what happened? Lost my job today. And they're like, sorry, what? <laughs> and they're obviously panicking. Then after a few days, I was like, but it paid me a lot to leave in the mm. first place. And in addition to that, it now gives me more options because I have a few months to figure it out. Um, and by the time I left, they were thanking me for being so accepting of it. They said, this yeah. has never been the hardest thing to do is to make someone redundant because they don't even have control over it. Right. So they like was so happy that you've been accepted. I said, it's not a problem. Look, opportunities are always around the corner. This is not the only job available. And you know what? You're giving me a chance to kind of, push myself into a new a new section a new growth we, we love the comfortability but actually yeah. comfortability is not where growth really happens no it's so no. i think from life in general i've been able to see as well actually when have i been in an uncomfortable situation what did i do that at that time i thought it was impossible and the time before that i thought it was impossible but it was possible so actually you start to realize mm, maybe i don't know what's going to happen and maybe i should just start to accept it and see what i can do from there mm. um and then the same thing with this job, same thing, uh, it got made redundant. I was like, you know what? I've really wanted a lot of time back. I've been yeah. spending 37.5 hours per week. I, I travel three hours a day. I was oh, like, yeah. I'm about to get so much time back mm -hmm. and I'm actually just going to be able to check in on people I've been wanting to do. I'm going to get be able to do podcasts. I'm going to be able to do mm -hmm. the things I want to do and just enjoy my time that I've been begging for. Um, and they're like, Oh, what about the money? It's like, well, I've already been thinking about money. So I've, I've set myself up in a position where, I can um, um, survive for a little while. And if I, in the worst case, look, somebody had me working so I can find another job if I really have to, but you know what? I won't force it. I'm going to mm. accept this place and then accept where I'm going. Yeah. Um, so acceptance is weird. It's not necessarily that you're surrendering. It's actually saying you're accepting what is going on right now and what can I do next? But if you mm. don't accept where you are and you keep resisting it, like fighting it and venting about it and shouting about it for weeks on end and hoping that it just changes back, you're not going to have time to give yourself the time to actually grow from it now mm. and start mm. to make shape yourself in a different way. Mm. Mm. When was the last time you felt um, difficult emotion? That was the last time you had it. Like, obviously, because you said that you accepted the, 
the redundancies and that's fair yeah and you know when it happened again you were prepared for that yourself to kind of you know you prepared for that but when was the last time you had to i couldn't it was a fir- the first time you had it to then know that's not what you wanted to to do um actually i'm going to talk about something very recent two weeks mm-hmm. before the lockdown happened i um injured my back so badly that i couldn't walk I couldn't wow. walk, I couldn't bend down, I couldn't do anything actually, t- technically. So bad that when they were saying work from home, I couldn't even work from home. I couldn't sit at the desk, Ooh, I couldn't wow. even sit up on a laptop. Um, and I was a, I'm a gym person, I'm, I, I, I work out, it's summertime, it's like, come on man, we go get, we go get in. Yeah, yeah. But that just stopped me in my tracks. And mm. I'm talking, I couldn't walk for the last, the next what, 12 days at least, um, and if I did stop, I walk in, I would probably be able to walk for three minutes and then I'll just be in so much pain. I have to go mm. back. So that was the time when actually I get, I, 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 um, I really got to stop. So now let's put this in perspective. If mm. I was talking to myself, I'd be like, well, you can't walk, but it's okay. You can catch up with some books and audibles mm. and you can do some writing when you have the chance and you could just play games on your phone, play PlayStation. Did I do any of that? No, mm. I was in s- such a rut. I was yeah. actually like, you know what? I just want to lay here and just be dead yeah. to the YouTube and Netflix. And I didn't, and so this is, and I think this is where a lot of people feel. However, one of the things is that we want to force ourselves to be productive and positive, mm. but don't force yourself to do anything. If you feel that you just want to lay there and just, just accept it, just lay there, be where you, be where you are. You don't force yourself to do anything, accept where you are and, and say, you know what, this is what I'm feeling for. And this is what I'm going to do. So I had mm. a few days where like, you know, what, I, I do that. Then I have an update. Like I'm going to do this and do this. Then my back plays up and I, I have to go back to the right again. Mm. And then, so what I would advise in that situation, which I did for myself was be patient. Mm. There is no yeah. timing. There is no, there's no particular timing. There's no particular way. There's no, nothing's rushing you. You're mm. rushing yourself. Yeah. So be we patient be, with yourself. Yeah, we have to be yeah. kind to ourselves, man. To be kind because even like let's say this week this week has been a very like overwhelming week for me i don't know what it was but i woke up on monday and i got to 9 a.m and i said the, the week's cancelled i just i can't like i need to so literally i did i've done everything i've needed to do and then yeah. i just literally shut the computer down and went to, and laid on my bed and watched tv because <laughs> i'm just like to myself you know what alex like it's not by force and you know when we and with this lockdown, what is what I've been seeing a lot on social media is a lot of questions around the um, productivity kind of Olympics, and everybody's like, you know, write your book or you know, do start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, start just find a new activity, you know, do X, Y, and Z. You you look far enough, you see gym, you see um, fitness videos, you look far enough, you see all this stuff. You kind of think to yourself, I wanna, I wanna come out of this looking the best way or feeling the best way, but. I think that that is a lot, it's so internal that any amount of stuff that you do, and if you're not, if your heart's not in it and you're kind of not emotionally there, you're, you're not going to get the results you want, right? And yeah. I sat there, obviously I'm in, the middle, I'm in the middle of writing my book, I'm in the middle of like obviously doing podcasts and doing all this stuff. And I'm just like, I just said, let me just lie down and just kind of rest up. And I did my exercises where I, where I could with my friend on Zoom and kind of lay down and I was like you know what I'm just gonna just lie here and I lie here and just accept the fact that my body is saying rest relax yeah and cool yourself but when we look at the whole of this these kind of this productivity stuff and kind of how we talk to ourselves a lot of the time 
it is so devastating to watch sometimes because and, and catch myself doing it you know because when I catch my thoughts I'm like oh you shouldn't be watching this for so long x y and you shouldn't be doing this so I'm like but who's saying who's saying what I should and shouldn't be doing you know there's 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 obviously there's um irresponsibility like you know what I mean if I knew I had a deadline and I just kind of like let that kind of swan off into the distance and then let it happen last minute then there that's a that's a bad that's bad time management but otherwise you know like all of that um good way to respond to that is we have a lot of uh outside forces stuff that Mm. we watch see listen to advice etc use that for inspiration aspiration some goal setting but never use it for condemnation Mm. never use it to condemn yourself never use it for pushing yourself to say that you're when you're not ready um and i kind of i think we kind of know when we're not ready and when we're just avoiding so there's a there's a weird there's a weird thin line between us being avoiding and dismissive versus actually us just not um being ready uh because it's, it's, it's a level of mental capacity like um if you know that you are able to do this but you're actually just being dismissive because of fear uh, or worry etc those are the things that you need to park and get on with it. But when you're doing it because you feel that like you're actually just drained emotionally and you're tired and you, you, you're just, your mind is just not in the right place to even focus, then you can say, you know what, let me try to, to mm. uh, give myself the time. And I, I, it's, it's a skill. Mm. I think the same way we go to church um, or we pray or we meditate is where we feed the spirit. The same way we go to gym, you don't go to gym once and then that's it. And then you, you're out and then you're buff. No, actually, mm. you go to gym, you, you do stretches, you do jogging. But we were never taught how to mi- um, manage our mind. Mm. We were never taught how to, how to understand it, to that, decipher it. And I say that right now we can give you advice all day. We can, mm. But actually what both me and you mm. have gone through, we've talked to our mind a lot, mm. a lot over, mm. over weeks um, days, weeks, months, hours, all of that. And those kind of things you have to realize, actually, it takes time. It's, it's a skill. You, you, you learn to do it. So I think for those who maybe have, are completely new to it, start from the beginning. Just ask yourself how you're doing. No music around you, no people, no nothing. Just ask yourself, how are you doing today? And you'll start to get into a conversation. You don't say, oh, yeah, I'm cool. It's like, no, actually, you know what? I'm cool. I'm a bit worried about this. I'm also a bit worried about that. But actually, I don't need to worry about this. Mm. And you start to get into a bit of a rhythm of actual proper conversation. It's healthy. Um, and there's no, no expectation. There's no, okay, today, after this conversation, I'm going to feel amazing. Actually, you could feel terrible. But, real, but awareness gives you power. Mm. Being vulnerable with yourself gives you power. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's a lot of the challenges that people are coming up with nowadays, right? Just because of the nature of what we, what's happening here, what's happening with us, um, all this, the silence, people, um, and I found this as well, like when, as much as I asked myself the questions and stuff, I felt like I had to, to distract myself a lot more before the lockdown. I had to, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to be outside. I'm going to have to go and meet people. I'm going to have to do all these things. Um, and it was never, oh, do you want to go out? Do you want to do all that stuff? But it was more like, I kind of yeah. was giving myself this duty to go and say, I want to go and do all of this. And it wasn't until this happened, I was kind of like, all right, cool. Yeah, I miss my friends. Yeah, I miss seeing them and catching up with them and whatnot. Um, but I also know that, A, I have things to do and B, like, it's just time to, 
actually. It was a time to really sit down and like, you know, really listen to myself and listen to the things that kind of make me tick and, make me, you know, I mean, and just a lot more now, you know what I'm saying? And um, um, to, Sorry, go, go ahead if you want. No, no, go for it, go for it. What we've, uh, uh, something I've, I've discovered a bit more in, in what's been going on lockdown is that we are conditioned to ignore ourselves. Yeah. We are given so many ways to ignore ourselves through our job, promotions, through uh, Netflix and mm. YouTube, binging it um, from uh, so much media, news, everything. We are conditioned to ignore ourselves. So when you haven't spoken to yourself, you've never meditated, you've never uh, written anything about your thoughts, don't bl- I, don't, I don't blame you. We, we were never taught it, but we was also mm. never conditioned for it. And the, the environment, the system is not created to make us go internally. Nah. So what you're saying about, you know, go and meet your friends and go and watch this and go and do this. We are conditioned to ignore ourselves. Everything's yeah. a distraction. Notifications are a distraction. It's literally, you, usually you can pick up your phone and say, okay, I'm ready to look at my phone. Oh, what's on there? You got things buzzing, um, blinking and making noise at the same time saying, hey, <laughs> hey, you, hey, you stop taking your time. Let, I need your attention. Yeah, and yeah, but yeah. If, we don't, if we don't manage it, yeah. if we don't figure out our triggers, we're going to get lost in, 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 this, in this world. And we're never actually going to know who we are. But we will, what, what you need to understand, all the things you want to do, and this is a very key part, everything you want to do in the world, every person you want to talk to, speak to, spend time with, pour mm-hmm. into projects, mm-hmm. everything. None of that matters if you have nothing to give. Mm. None of it matters if you have nothing to give. So if you can't find it in yourself to fill your cup, yep. um, um, be full in yourself. Mm. Who, whatever you give out is either nothing or half what you could have possibly yeah. given out. You can't, yeah, yeah. you can't pour from an empty cup. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and I've always found that if you're consistently burning yourself out, you can't. It's like, it's like putting yourself in a negative overdraft and then trying to then pay for things that matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what is that? Like, you know what I'm saying? And you're pulling from this place to put yourself in more debt. It's long. And then I found that when, um, back at like a few, three, four years back, and I found that I, my energy was being pulled in so many different ways. And I never had anything left for myself. And, um, and it was like my body and my mind and my soul was literally crying out for me to kind of be like, attention like come on now like look after yeah, yeah. me sort of stuff and um and that's when you listen because when the body starts to starts to make noise it's so a wrap like, literally it's a wrap because yeah. the body can literally say okay well this foot ain't working what are you gonna do now <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do it's hot okay we're gonna make it palpitate like what do yeah. you mean? like so once exactly. the body when once the body stops you can't know all this stuff, all this product, all this productivity that you want to be doing and want to be producing and running up and down and meeting and doing all this stuff and thinking that you're present and doing that. The body can just say no, like literally no. And um, it's one of the things I feel like um, we're having a lot more of these kind of conversations now that it's happening. And um, but I wanted to actually ask you and move on to the um, idea about the ego and Go ahead. What, and kind of I've been having a lot of I've been, I've been spending a lot of time doing ego work, right? And um, and it's it's a very interesting part of development, you know. Um, what are your what have your challenges been with with ego for yourself? Um, and what do you understand it to be? When, when did I first understand uh, ego? I think I read a book called um, "The Power of Now," okay. and it talked about uh, 
us trying to find peace and acceptance and letting go of the, the past and the future. Um, and uh, the way that we, we, we translate opinions, we, we treat it like facts, uh, like what we predict is going to happen. We treat it like facts and, and, um, it's like a, it's like, it's like an internal battle. So you, it's like you versus your ego in a sense, because a lot of the, some of the things that I picked up, the, the biggest thing I picked up was a lot of the pain that we go through is due to, um, time. So a lot of the pain we go through is from time. It's not because then you're actually going through pain emotionally, mentally, or physically, but actually because of time, um, you, you're either thinking about the past and wishing that something was changed or different, or you did something different, mm-hmm. or you're thinking about the future, which isn't promised and isn't, hasn't been created or reached yet. And you're thinking about, oh, but this can happen and this can happen and this can happen. However, if you was just to sit there and breathe and mm. accept exactly where you are right now, there's no pain. Yeah. Yeah. There's no worry. There's no pain. There's everything is everything that's done is, is already finished. Can't be touched. And everything that's coming, there's so many different probabilities. Yeah, that's what I wrote. I wrote that on my. I wrote that the other day. Um, I see truth when I'm. I stop looking forward. I stop looking backward, and I just stop. And I think that kind of like kind of like tempering the ego in that sense is actually really. It's really it's really instrumental because, you know, the ego wants things, right? The ego wants things now it wants things now it wants things then it wants things forever um and it's like it's and it's figuring out how to temper that kind of kind of element and you know what what it is fed and how it's fed and kind of when it when it rises to the fore when um you know when you when, when you're challenging when you want to battle when you want to do all of this stuff when you want to hold on to regret and hold on to all of these things it's the ego is kind yeah. of being fed and then growing in you and um and it's such a challenging part of it's such a challenging part of like growing and, and of development you know and it's yeah. it, and, and and i've always found it a very interesting an interesting part of like of, of who we are you know because what did Robin Sharma say? It's like a good day for the ego is a bad day for the higher self or a good day for the higher self is a bad day for the ego. And there's two different things. Like, and that's where acceptance comes into it. Because yeah. if you can't do that, then the ego will continue to be like, well, I don't accept that and I'm going to X, Y, Z. And that's when people are arguing a lot and battling a lot, you know? And it's, um, and it's like, and stepping into spaces where it's putting a lot of their... It's like it's putting a lot of their fire first, rather than kind of thinking, "All right, cool. What is, what is being said here, and how yeah. am I going to, how am I going to um, to challenge that, and then what you're projecting and how you pass that on to other people." The ego, man. It's actually, and you're really you're good about the the power of now because I first contacted contacted the ego. I first encountered the ego work in um, a new earth. And um, ah, yes, yeah, because yeah, he does a lot about ego work in there, and like, and ever since then, I've, every book I've read has has mentioned ego in some way, and it's kind of been like it's been one of those really revealing things to me, really, really and truly. Um, I wanted to, you know, you've got this podcast called Talking to My Thoughts, right? Yep. And um, I wanted to kind of like, just ask you about kind of experiences with negative mental health um and 
how you kind of came through that in a sense because i know we've talked about negative emotion we've talked about feeling those like kind of being kinder to yourself and being whatever but where have you kind of experienced like you know what what or around you whether it be family whatever and kind of how you've kind of encountered that and what then inspired you and your friend to start uh talking to my thoughts and um so i've as well as you me going from my own kind of personal development um mm. i've also been surrounded by a few places um, and people that focus around mental health especially um men's mental health which was mentality was one of the first that yeah, really yeah, highlighted yeah. Uh, that's I think that's pretty much where we connected actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to um, Evan. It, yeah, <laughs> Evan yeah. is 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 the one man. Yeah. Um, and that was the first place where I really encountered or understood the level of depression that was going through men, um, and also how many suicides, um, how the high probability of it being men as well. And I was like, I never understood it. I was like, I didn't know. I didn't really know what depression was. Mm. I didn't. I never experienced it myself. I never had panic attacks. Um. Um, and I also never knew that so many men were depressed and uh, causing, uh, committing suicide. Now, I kind of that was the, the my my way in, and I started to understand it. And it was a lot of um, the, well, the word that pings to my head the most is self-destructive. Um, this 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 case where we have so much pressure on ourselves, um, especially as men, uh, expectations. Again, society kind of uh, crafts us to be strong. Uh, man up uh, these are all very destructive words where you're actually basically again being conditioned to ignore yourself regardless mm-hmm. of what you're going through regardless of what you want you need to be a provider you need to be strong you need to be a soldier you need to not cry because that's what society and other people expect of you and that has become a very self-destructive piece um, have I experienced it myself in the same condition no I'd, I wouldn't say so but I do have a self-destructive uh, manner in the sense of bad habits um, need it be um, when I have a project and I, I, I'm, I'm like overdue for it. Maybe I'm missing work. Maybe I'm um, avoiding people. Maybe I'm not going out. Maybe I'm frustrated with people. That's some of the self-destructive behavior. Um, other behavior would be uh, a kind of a sexual nature where it's actually like um, you want to be a, a, a someone that's faithful. You want to be someone who could be dependable. You want to create a family. You can't do that with having some of the, the bad habits you have where maybe you flirt too much. Maybe you uh, um, uh, consume too much porn or um, masturbate. These are all habits. And I think this is where the negative mental emotions came along. So when when we kind of, I started to grow from this, I started to make the, do the, a lot of the inner work. Um, I started to, I, I had, thankfully I'm surrounded by a few of, uh, a few other men I call them kings um, who are friends and family from both my cousins and um, some of my friends from school. And we've been able to talk about these things. And that's a blessing in itself that I can actually have these conversations. Once again, not everybody has this. Mm-hmm. So when we, we start to realize, actually, we have these conversations, we're very vulnerable with each other. We, we, and we seem to go through the same things. When we don't talk about it, we think we're so alone. We're like, oh my God, I can't. And you're like, wow, you go through that too. Mm-hmm. That's the, how many times you do that. It's like, oh, wow, okay. Oh, you think those too. And then when we had mental mentality events and then another one was um, advice events, yeah. you start to hear men talk to each other and say, yeah, I, I need to be the provider, but I want to do this. And I, I, um, I can't go on holiday because I have a family. I, and, and you're like, wow, we all feel the same pressures. We're mm. all saying it, but nobody's talking about it. So the, the, com- the combination and the buildup of that is what birthed um, talking to my thoughts where mm. we were thinking, well, wouldn't it be nice to actually get other men involved and 
let it let that let them teach us and we teach them and we learn from each other and as the podcasts have gone on every single podcast blows my mind mm. because yeah we me my me and my um um my cousin basically we would we would basically have a conversation but we know each other in the sense mm. of that we have some differences yeah. but the yeah. The more men you bring and the more people you bring, the more opinions you bring, you start to realize, wow, we all think the same way. We all have the same pressures. And again, that vulnerability is bringing you power because we are creating a space where we no longer ignore ourselves. Just like this podcast, we're talking to each other and we're being very, very vulnerable. But now we're pausing. There's nothing around us. There's nothing going on. We're actually having a conversation with ourselves and with each other about the stuff that's going on inside. And this is the condition in the environment that we used to create. And that's why um, the podcast has been birthed and um, why we're so, we're so passionate about it. It doesn't, it doesn't need to get a certain amount of views or downloads or whatever. We just need to birth and place a seed to create the environment that doesn't make us ignore ourselves. When was the last time you cried? Ooh, oh, that's a good question. I can't think of one very recently. The last time I cried was five years ago. Um, and that, yeah, five years ago. I haven't actually cried very recently. I've, very, I've like pretty much like dropped a tear for some movies that I've maybe yeah. rewatched and I've just been like, it's okay to watch the tear, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But one of the biggest cries I've had was um, five years ago. Um, I had a massive um, argument with my parents and it broke our relationship mm. beyond what I've ever seen before. Um, thankfully, we're stronger than ever now. But that broke me, um, the fact of what, like, what kind of came out of it. And since then, we never argued to that level or even close to it anymore. So that's when the last time I cried, something I cared about. And because I'm quite a closed off person, mm. I have, a, I have a, a sweet bubble, you can call it, where everything <laughs> that is positive is in my control. And I've learned to let that go and let people yeah. in um, mm. a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? And it's always, a bit, there's always that kind of, it's when you it's, it's the people that you're closest to that can kind of trigger that those those moments and those emotions yeah. in you and um and like the biggest times i've cried has been because of family do you see what i mean and that's because yeah. and that and that's because that's where my um, it's where the center of my emotional nexus comes from it's where the the it's like the founding and the grounding of where i'm at a lot of the time yeah um I'm quite I'm quite an emotional centered person so I kind of like do draw in a lot of these conversations and I do absorb a lot of the feelings and that's and so when it when I and I asked I mean like and the reason I didn't kind of give it any context is because I wanted to see if it was if there were any if there was going to be a positive cry you know and I always and I always ask I always ask this and I just I'm always curious because whenever we associate crying we associate it with um negativity and i associated negativity up until like the other day when i cried from happiness like literally i was laying down on the house laying down and i was like you know what like i've got good men around me got good friends around me like my family's in good health um and I yeah I probably you know job wise I'm kind of here there or everywhere and it's like nothing is stable hasn't been stable for like a year and a bit now but then I just you know when there's a, there's a, there's a huge overwhelm that yeah. sat with me and was just like like you know when you just like all right I just have to just let this happen because I can't there's no point in me kind of like not expressing positive emotion through this way you know um go on yeah 
I completely, I'm that, and it's funny enough, I think in the last couple of years since I've probably let people in a bit more and uh, I guess treated people less like an option and more like a, an extension of me. Yeah. Um, I've had these moments where you just, somebody do something, you have a realization, some epiphany and you're just like, I'm actually so blessed. So I'm, I'm like, I well up a lot so, and a lot more than I would usually, I well up, but maybe I haven't learned the, the, to just let it go, but I well up. And you know what I do afterwards, funny enough, is actually... Um, it's most cases I've either sent people a poem or I've sent them a message to say, I just want to let you sort of know, like even to some of the Kings, um, yeah, in the, in probably in the last month, I've literally just said, look guys, you've just been amazing. You don't always just support me, um, feed into me, you, you pour into me. And I just want to let you sort of know, I love you. And you have to say no homo, nothing. We're just, I'm just telling you, mm. I love you because That's I really care. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and I've had that the previous before it's like, Oh, I'm, 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 welling up from it and it's like actually this is a nice feeling it's nice to let people in and and really really feel it so i get you completely on what yeah. you're saying and it's like again because i've read a lot of data really around kind of like which is around writing the book and trying to get like a get a lay of the land of like what's going on and stuff and i read um that a lot of men don't have strong social networks they don't have strong personal social networks um so that's why when a lot of men go through divorces it is quite traumatic for for men emotionally. They don't tend to they don't tend to leave it that much financially like out of out of pocket like that sometimes. They can kind of get on and continue what they're doing. But emotionally they they kind of they close up and they don't have the community or the, the people around them to be able to support them in the same way. Um, I'm not sure whether it is specific to a particular generation or not because when I look at the people around me and my generation and the kind of things I know that if I was to go through something I have people I can call I have people I can kind of like talk to and you know sort out and you know just kind of like just express what's going on and because I've curated those kind of people around me but this is something that is a privilege and like a lot of people don't have that you know yeah um I wanted to ask you about self-forgiveness as well how do you approach self-forgiveness was the last time you had to forgive yourself? Uh, forgive myself. Um, the last time I had to forgive myself is probably, uh, I guess it's quite exposing, but I guess but like in my, in, in certain my, my relationships, mm. I've, um, I've basically been the cheater, you can call mm. it. Mm. And if I had to not, <clears throat> if I had to not accept who I was or what I was or what I did, I wouldn't be able to grow from it and think actually I can change this. I, I, don't, I don't have to be this person because you know obviously social media and other things is like are oh, um, the person will, they never change. The person never changes. So you sometimes that feeds into you and then you, you have to think well actually I can change. But I think to change you require you to forgive yourself first and also be an acceptance that you are struggling. And I've actually helped. I've discovered this a little bit more by talking to other men who also have the same, either same urges, maybe they've never cheated, but they still had the same urge, same problem, or they have cheated and they've, they have this kind, of, this kind of problem, this kind of fight in them. And I, I had to kind of forgive myself and mm. then also accept that I am, I am struggling, but I am attempting to change and doing the work that I need to do to make mm. sure this isn't something I repeat and it's not something that defines me. Mm-hmm. Because that's something we allow our, we allow our past to define us a lot, and um, actually, the, it define, defining you is your ego. Because mm-hmm. you're yeah. thinking, "Oh yeah, because I've done this, I'm always going to be this. Like I'm going to let you know right that." Now. That's mm-hmm. an opinion. Mm-hmm. If if the opinion is not a fact, it's your ego. Mm-hmm. 
that's what you need to understand. It's yeah. your opinion that you're going to stay the same. So just, <clears throat> if the thing that you're saying is an opinion and it's not a fact, but you're making it seem that way, then it's, it's your ego that's talking to you. Mm. Um, so what, how I've been able to come out of that is actually believing, I believe very strongly there's a power beyond me. So I believe in God or I believe in the universe or energy. And mm. I believe that we are placed in positions by God. So yes, we may not feel that the person that we are today is able to work through this and we don't know where the answers are but if you pray and you have an information to say i am going to be different or i am going to be better the, the outer powers will feed into you and you will find a way to get through it and i mm. think that's been my strongest thing sometimes mm. because we have this mindset about who we are and our ego plays a massive thing on what we think we know mm. and we think we know everything about ourselves um you just need to rely on the outer power and say i don't know how when in what way um, in what method that I'm going to be able to change and be better, but I will be. And I know that. And the reason, and the reason why I say that and people think, Oh, well, that's stupid. Oh, maybe I don't believe in what if I don't believe anything. Let me tell you, if you went in your past and you thought there was ever a situation you've gone through where you thought it was impossible, I wouldn't survive this. I won't get through this. I won't change, but it has changed today and you are alive and you did get through it. And you, you, you basically have been your strongest you've ever been mm. today then you, you've just proven it to yourself. You didn't see the power inside of you, but actually there was a power somewhere else mm. that fed into you and it made it work. And then maybe yeah. some people say, oh, no, that was just a fluke or mm. yeah, yeah, maybe it wasn't me. I didn't see it. Well, whichever one you want to believe, believe that the impossible is possible if you can think it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's well said. Forgiveness. Took, I, yeah, took me a long time to kind of forgive myself for a lot of things with regards to friendships and like just... Um, attitudes to two things and to people um and i feel like and i even put this in my stories the other day on instagram and i said i'm atoning for, i'm still atoning for a lot of things for myself yeah. things that are past but i i need to allow myself to then be forgiven for certain things because if yeah. i'm holding myself accountable to all of this stuff and kind of holding myself hostage to these thoughts and these thoughts and feelings then i can't liberate I can't be liberated unless I sit down and, and, and liberate myself from it. And um, yeah, you said you make a really good point. I'm kind of sitting there with the acceptance and understanding what that, what that means for you and kind of freeing yourself out of those kind of, um, those kind of binds, I would say. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's funny, isn't it? That yeah. everything we've talked about, every single piece we've talked about, different parts of our life, Mm. accepting what's going around us what's accepting mm. what's going on inside of us forgiving ourselves has all come down to acceptance mm. and peace mm. and this is something i discovered while i grew up when, when you're trying to be mr positive and you're just trying to uplift people and bring them and then you, you and then tell people go for the promotion and go try to do this and try to do that and you're mm. thinking well why don't they do it well i don't mm. understand why they don't just do it when they can <laughs> and i thought well, there's a blocker and i said okay if i want to learn people and help them i can't help them by dragging them to where i am mm. i need to be able to reach meet them where they are where so they the only are. way i can do that is if i can meet myself where i i am mm. deeply mm. so i did that and i started to figure out oh it's not everything is not everything about being positive it's a lot of it's actually about accepting both negative and positive is going to happen but you just need to go forward and do whatever you need to do anyway and then that uh, you kind of help people do that as well as accepting okay, I understand you're very upset about the situation. I understand that you, you don't, you, you, your, your, your emotions feel that you shouldn't forgive yourself. We are not going to ignore it because we love to dismiss. We're going to accept this, but now we're going to work through it. Let's take the, those feelings and those thoughts to court. Do they have any substance <laughs> to them? 
Yeah. Do they actually have any evidence to them? Do you mm. have any, what's your counter evidence towards it? And then mm. you really start to get, you find this, uh, this acceptance becomes, it grows and grows. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. Then all of a sudden, when the thought comes again, you're like, mm, nah, that's, yeah, you don't want that. I'm, I'm, over, I'm over it. Yeah. So you realize peace is a is that mm. underlying part. If it was, if you ask me, oh, what do, what do I support? I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Positivity is everything. Positive, optimistic, everything. And now I start to realize actually a lot of it is about accepting and building a foundation from that. Mm. So to round up on this section, anyway, um, yep. how has your experience challenged you to live courageously, and why is it time to talk? How has my experience and challenges encouraged me to live courageously? Mm-hmm. Adversity promotes growth. Right. So uh, we, a fixed mindset says when I set a goal, I need to reach it. And if I don't reach it, it's failure. It's either success or failure. That's how we was taught. Yeah. Do tests, success or failure. No. Oh, yeah. You use 10% away. Nothing like that. But a growth mindset says, if I go for something and I go towards it, the first step all the way to the hundredth step is success in every single step. I grow, I did it, I learned something new. So Mm. when I talk about adversity um, promotes growth, life is always going to throw a a spanner in the works and be adverse. But the fact that you're trying, you're doing, and you're still moving forward, regardless if you get knocked back, forward is still forward. If you took five steps back and two steps, um, five steps forward and two steps back, you'll still move forward three steps. Mm. Even if you didn't reach the five, you still move forward. Mm-hmm. So actually you start to realize actually when I get into these tough situations, now I know what not to do. Now I know how to, how to move. So yeah. I'm courageous because I can do things beyond even what I imagine because I've done it over and over and over again. Mm. So look backwards. I think, what do we do? We, are, we, we, we try to connect the dots forward. Mm-hmm. but it's impossible you can't connect the dots forward for what you don't know but you can yeah. connect the dots backwards and to figure out who you are and mm-hmm. what you've been able to achieve amazing why is it time to talk one sentence gives you power i'll take that i'll take that <laughs> <laughs> all right man thanks for that um gonna move on to uh, again i would i would have forgotten again what is your quote Please. Oh, the quote is uh, that might, I have it here. I have it here. Where is it? Oh, shoot, it's at the top. Oh, um, Craig, what if all that you knew was wrong, even if everything you know? Uh, oh, oh, okay. What if? Okay, sorry. This is why it's confusing. Yeah. Craig, what if all that you knew was wrong, even everything you know about yourself? Cool. It's a good way to end it. Good way to end it. Let's go to time to talk books. Uh, it's a bit where we kind of just, I just, you, my guest, throws in a suggestion about a book that they are reading or have read that's kind of encouraged them to live courageously, um, change them for the better or for the worse. But, you know, we want um, they will go into my time to talk reading list, which I put in the show notes. Um, so which book do you suggest and why? I suggest The Power of Now mm-hmm. by Eckhart Tolle. And the reason why I suggest this is because it will help you find the peace that you need. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of peace that nobody could take away, that nobody could control. Yeah. And nobody can, can, can um, tell you how, to be, how it's done. It's all yeah. personal to you. 
From this episode on, I'm banning that book as the as the <laughs> as the title books. I feel like I've heard that book at least three or four times on this show. But yes, I definitely agree because I've seen I I've read half of it. I can't lie to you, read half of it. But I've read um, A New Earth, and they are life changing, game changing books. Depends on your perspective and how you and how you receive certain things, but. Um, and how how willing you are to go inward, right? Um, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. understand what what he's about and stuff. So I'm gonna put that into the. It's already in the reading list. So um, I, I can give you another one. Don't worry. I could give you another if you need it. I got. Oh, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for another one. Um, the other one is Rich Dad Poor Dad by uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Remember the first time I read that book? Wow, <laughs> it blew your mind, right? Yeah, it blew my mind because yeah, I was just like, I know it. Listen, I'm capitalism i just don't get it like i just i don't see how in any way shape or form it's the, it's you know it's just really you have that sometimes but understanding the idea of an asset and a liability and kind of what he and you know the, the nature of the story i'm not sure how much of it's true but uh the message that it's giving yeah you know as a basic understanding into how to live in this world <laughs> like, do you know what i'm saying yeah. it's really good exactly. what do you like about the book um we never got taught personal finance we never got taught it and we was always taught personal finance in the way that benefits the system but actually you need to learn personal finance that benefits you and your life so if you want your life back and you want to be able to do it knowing that your finances are still intact i think rich dad poor dad is probably the, the first step to doing that okay. okay thanks for that um yes i will put that in the show notes it will be added to the time to talk books reading list so everybody can go and have a look at that in my show note description um but yes craig come to the end of the show man we're finished <laughs> we're done we're done um thank you so much for coming on where can people find you and where can they find talking to my thoughts um, so you can find me on Instagram, which is at Mr. Positive CR. That's where you can find me. And for talking to my thoughts, it is at talking to my thoughts as well. Um, we hope to see you there. Feel yeah. free to chime in, DM us, anything. Amazing. 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 All right, guys. And to you guys from me, thank you so much for coming and being here and listening to me yet again for another week. Um, just to make sure that you check me out on socials, you'll know where to find me. Go to alexreeves.co.uk forward slash community if you want to be a part of the membership online, uh, access to the newsletter, all of that stuff. Everything's there. Go and have a look. Um, I put far too much content out for you guys to not know where to find it. So <laughs> go have a look. <laughs> it's everywhere. Go and have um, a look. It's amazing. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts on the episode. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, as well as subscribing and listening to on Global Player and Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. Have a great week, and I will catch you all next time. Bye. Blue.